Monday, February 12th, 2024. Morning, old man. Morning, Robert. Hey, Eric. Good to see you, buddy. <clears throat> this podcast is brought hey, Robert. to you by Podbean. Podbean is the easiest way to create your own podcast. We use Podbean to host the old man's podcast here Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Download the free Podbean podcast app to start recording and publishing your very own podcast in minutes. I crashed. Podbean provides everything you need to run your podcast, and you can record and publish episodes directly from the app on your phone. Download the free Podbean app today. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Head on over to Podbeam at www.podbeam.com and use the code PODCAST21. That's all capitalized, PODCAST21, for your first 30 days of podcast hosting for free. Check them out. Bienvenidos al Old Man's Podcast, el podcast del viejo. Nos puedes escuchar en la app de Podbean Podcast, en Apple y Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music y muchos otros lugares. Si nos quieres escuchar en vivo, nuestro show se transmite de lunes a viernes a las 8 a.m. Tiempo del Centro. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators coming to you this Monday morning, February 12th, 2024. <clears throat> Let's get this day going, man. It's a new week. We're going into the second week of February. And uh, let's get ready to get some jamming going on. Yeah, man. It's good to see everybody coming into the show. Want to welcome you all in. It's good to see everybody uh, listening, hey, to, listening to us on the downloads. Want to welcome everybody. You are awesome. Thank you. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great week. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, we've got... Uh, I can't even think. Hey, Russ. We've got um, uh, Missing in Action today. Shelby's on a special assignment, so she will not be with us today. So instead of tea and herbs with Shonda and Shelby, it's going to be beer and whiskey with Shonda and the old man. <laughs> Well, we got Crash and Russ here, and Robert, which I'm sure they'll contribute to the show. But, but I know we 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 only have Shonda for the next 90 minutes, and the last three minutes, even though it would normally be a two-hour show, then uh, Crash and Russ will probably just, along with you and me, kill time. Probably, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And you slipped into the Matrix there for a while, Eric. Uh, Sounded, uh, sounded like a, a Matrix gotcha, man. Uh, let's see. Good morning, Shonda. How are you? Am I here? You're here. I hear you. Okay. I'm I'm good, but I had Matrix too, so I don't know. Anyway. Might be pod No Shelby it. today. No Shelby. No. No Shelby. Uh, Would you say have... beer and potato chips? <laughs> <laughs> that works. 
<laughs> It'd be beer and potato I'm chips for Scott <laughs> We've got uh, uh, cat cats in the I panel with us too. Uh, so <laughs> beer and potato chips, yeah, really. Oh man, but it's a great day. It's a great day. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It is a great day. <clears throat> I hope everybody. Excuse me while I clear my throat. I'm gonna mute myself. I've yeah, been doing that a lot today, too. There's mucus going around. What is going on? There's mucus in the air. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But, man, I tell you what, yeah. And uh, I actually thought, let me burn a candle and see if I can't get this. Uh, maybe the aroma from the candle will help me with my, my snotty nose. I don't know. But I am burning... Uh, I got this, uh, Grammy got this candle from uh, a company that her uh, great nephew has. It's called Chuck's Candles and Scents. Now, I don't know if he has a website or not, but that's on the label. Chuck's Candles and Scents. And I I am burning the blueberry muffin candle this morning. Blueberry muffin. Yeah. Nice. So, I yeah, have I think so. Oh. oh. Sorry, what do you have? I missed it. No, bamboo, I have the bamboo and green tea candle today. What? You're burning bamboo. a candle too? Me wow. too, me too. Mike's yeah. banana bread. And Crash is burning oh, banana one too? bread sounds good. Oh, three for four. Eric, <laughs> tell us hungry. Eric, you are you burning? Don't have any candles burning. No. Uh, Eric's not burning a candle. Okay. All right. Well, All right, you're not in the candle club. Uh, oh, geez. Let's just put it. Mine is a soy wax candle, and it is from Paddy Wax, P-A-D-D-Y Wax, uh -huh. and it's a repurposing self-watering planter. So when the candle's all gone, it's a ceramic container that turns into a planter. Oh, that is hey, kind of you know, cool. Yeah, you know what? These little uh, whole these little things that. Uh, we got from from uh, Chuck's. They're like they're like little metal. They're like little metal holders. So if you burn the wax out of this, you could turn pop. You know, put a couple little holes in the bottom, and you could use this for planters too, little flowers or something. But it's cute. cute. Nice. Yeah. Mine is the one that has like the jewelry in it. So when it melts down, there's uh -huh. a little ring or something in it. My kids got it oh, for me for cool. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, so I don't you don't know what you're getting. You just know that there's some kind of jewelry inside. And then it's a glass. The jar is you can use it for it says knickknacks or whatever afterwards. It's fancy. So maybe we should have changed the show to uh tea and candles. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> tea and candles with crash. No, with Shonda. <laughs> Tea and, <laughs> tea and candles with and crash and will crash with the smell of the candle. Uh, you know, I it, it's funny because I I really do Wait, like. Wait, try to work that in there. <laughs> yeah, I got to think. Uh, let me think. Let me work it. I'll come up with something. But you know, I do like uh, I do like uh, aromas. I do like uh, candles and that. Um, I've got one that's uh, winter silence winter silence oh. and that's a good uh, that's a good smelling candle and i got another one here hold on hold on i gotta grab it it's called boyhood 
boyhood and it's got it's got, it's got bergamot i don't know if i'm saying that right i uh, love bergamot but that's bergamot. not boyhood boyhood is dirty uh, socks yep well hold on hold on Armpits. And, and it's got frankincense <laughs> and myrrh bergamot frankincense oh. and myrrh and when i burn it i swear it sound it smells like Mr. Roy's barber shop that we used to go to as kids. <laughs> oh, sound is gone. It reminds me of that barber shop. You know, it, it just reminds me of that barber shop. And uh, man, I tell you what, it's some uh, good smelling stuff. Yeah, Shonda uh, has left the building. Yeah, she'll be back. She uh, she probably just uh, punched the wrong button or uh, lost connection or something. So she'll be back. But anyway, I love the smell of candles. I, Me too. I smell, smell of candles. Yeah. Um, uh, now, some of them are just too perfumey for me. I, I I don't like the real perfumey one. You know, I mean, I, I just don't. I don't. I mean, for me, the perfect candle is a combination of, uh, well, I, I, because this is our nephew, our grandnephew. I'm going to get a hold of him and see if he can make me a candle that has the scent of black powder. Good morning, Miss Dixie. If I could have black powder for a candle smell, that'd be perfect. Black for me. powder? Black powder. What is that? Black powder? Yeah. Yeah, it's what you smell when you fire a gun. Or oh, fireworks. okay. I get fireworks. it. Yeah. Yeah, I, love I knew I knew it. It just wasn't registering in my brain when you said it. <clears throat> well, let me see here. Let me fire a little email, a little text message over to Shonda and see what's going on. Are you there? <laughs> Did the Matrix take her away? The Matrix took her away. Ah. Uh, let's see. Uh, she might be having some kind of problem. I don't know. I don't know. So. I was thinking, well, first off, did you know that Saturdays, Saturday the 10th, it started the Year of the Dragon, the Chinese Year of the Dragon. Uh, so there you go. And I, I, I've got a thing about dragons. Um, I really do. It's funny because I was born the next year. I was born the next year, the Year of the Snake in the Chinese uh, calendar. But my, it's like my heart's there with the dragons. I think I was born a year late. I should have been born in the year of the dragon because I love dragons. I really do. I love the uh, Chinese dragons, uh, you know, the Oriental dragons. And I love the ones uh, from all the other uh, myth, myths, uh, mystical things, mystical air things. You know, I love that stuff. And uh, it looks like Shonda's coming back. Shonda, are you back? She's oh my muted goodness. right now. Am I back? You're back. What happened? Did the Matrix take you away? Apparently. I, yeah. I just was like, oh, no, I'm not in there anymore. No, no fanfare. Just, uh, I think I slid down the big old blow up slide out of the crashed airplane and oh. there I was. Are oh. you joining me crashing? Look at <laughs> I think so. so it's been a crashy know. kind of year. You know what? 2024 has not been kind so far, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah. yeah we're I, gonna 
Go ahead. We're going to keep on going. Well, it's been kind of it's been kind of medium for me. I mean, I haven't had any. Uh, it, it's been all right. It's been all right for me. But uh, I was saying that uh, this is the year of the dragon, according to the Chinese calendar. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what that means, but I do have a fascination for dragons. You know, I like dragons, and uh, I got a bunch of dragon stuff around here, but it's all box. It's all put in boxes in a way. But um, that's why, you know, I watched that Game of Thrones. Was it Game of Thrones? Yeah, I watched that series, the Game of Thrones, only for the dragons. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I didn't care. I didn't care about anything else. You know, all I know is that it had dragons in it. And I'm going, what? Dragons? And so I watched it. And it, it took a few series, you know, it took a few uh, shows, episodes to go through before the dragons finally showed up and it was like when are the dragons gonna get here i'm bored <laughs> <laughs> but then the dragons uh the dragons showed up and made the whole show far more uh enjoyable for me and then they come out with that uh prequel to game of thrones called um house of dragons house of dragons it's it takes place supposedly seven years 700 years before the game of thrones and so anyway so it's got dragon game you know uh it's got dragons in there, so obviously I watched that for that. But I used to watch all the dragon movies, you know. Uh, I just, I just like dragons. I collect dragons and wizard and wizards and pixies. Oh, mm, I love pixies. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with this new line I found, but I can't remember who makes them. But they are. Um, Maybe welcome. They remind me of like. The little people from Hobbit. From the Hobbit movie? I think it's the, the Hobbits Hobbit movie. or the other people. The Hobbits? I think that's what it is, but I can't remember. But they're so cute, these things. And then there's a line, and they're called cat fairies. And there are these women that are fairies, that, but they all resemble a cat. And they're pretty cool. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. yeah. That mythology type stuff and fairy tales and that, I always think this. I always think they're kind of fascinating. I, I love them, and I always try to figure out how did that all start. I mean, it had to be you know in the times uh, Renaissance areas or even before that when people would travel from you know village to village and tell stories. And I'm sure that uh, you know they'd come in and start telling stories about that and. Uh, fairies flying around. I I think that how how fairies came about as uh, uh, I I thought of this when I was living in England is I saw they have such huge dragonflies over there. I mean they got some big beautiful dragonflies, you know, and you can hear them flying around. I mean they they sound like planes, you know. And when I first saw one at a pond that we were visiting at a uh, at a at a park, I looked and I went, "That's that's what made people think about fairies right there." They saw that and they thought they saw it out of the peripheral vision, out of the corner of their eye, and they go, "I saw a fairy." I mean, that that's that's a fairy, you know. <laughs> and uh, I think that's how fairies came about is uh, seeing those big giant uh, dragonflies. Dragonflies uh, are beautiful. They are. They are. Um, and they get well, and uh, they're from the Middle Ages, so which was you know, we hear that those were dark ages, 
there was uh -huh. a lot of strife going on and yeah. uh, fairies are supposed to have supernatural qualities so i wonder if it was a way to lighten living a little bit you know yeah i think so i lighten mean because... the human spirit right they say you get a dragonfly that comes around you and it's around you more than like once or twice in a short time period that it's somebody from your past that's past huh. oh. that's around you protecting you you know think, that's interesting oh, wow. i um was at a funeral in 2016 a good friend of mine passed away and uh -huh. during the funeral um we were we did a casket uh open uh, we did a graveside funeral and a bee a honeybee came and landed on the casket and stayed there for i don't know minutes several minutes while the service was going on and there were no other bees around and it was not a place where you know there's hives so i don't know we kind of thought that might have been a little visit yeah uh robert uh short pass roberts is saying it's his understanding that fairies are traditionally supposed to be evil well i i think it's like anything else that from that era you've got good and you got bad you know you got yeah. good you got the evil ones. That's the reason everything goes, you know, goes crazy, and uh, you know, thing bad things happen because you got the evil side of mythology. But then when things, you know, you got the good side of mythology, which makes things happen for the good and brings you good cheer and good joy and good fortune. I think that's just, uh, I think that's just a typical divide, uh, because I have seen stories of fairies that uh, that are good. I mean, come on, Tinkerbell's well, not bad. Tinkerbell's the best. Mischievous, some of them were, Mischievous, You have the tree sprites yes. that are different. Uh -huh. And, um, well, let's see. So, historicuk.com says there are hundreds of different kinds of fairies. Um, Welcome, Night Owls. The oldest fairies on record in Hi, England George. were first described by the historian somebody whose name I can't pronounce in the 13th century, there were brownies and other hobgoblins, which don't look very nice. Um, but they say those were guardian fairies. They were useful and they did housework and odd jobs around the house. Um, they were hideous to look at. They have no separate toes or fingers in Aberdeenshire, Scotland. And in the lowlands, they have a hole like, uh, for breathing instead of a nose. <laughs> oh. Well, now, if you think of the, if you've ever saw that movie Willow, uh, that, movie, that, movie. that movie Willow with the, uh, the uh, dwarfs that are trying to get the uh, little human baby to its own kind, there's brownies in that movie. And they were like really uh, high strung out, uh, aggressive little beans the brownies you know and uh they're there along helping them try to get this baby back uh, that's the first time i ever saw brownies that's the movie yeah. i was trying to reference to not hobbit was oh, willow, willow when i said okay. the pixies sorry i just couldn't think of what it was until you said it yeah those are the brown those were brownies and um and i think in the movie the the the, the kids movie the borrowers 
I think those were brownies too. That were you know things that end up missing in your house. Well, That's the borrow, the borrower. That is a good book. Yeah, the borrowers would come and get it. You know, the borrower borrowers would take them. You know, that's why things would be missing in your house. Well, uh, we used to have mail go missing sometimes. I think uh-huh. I told you about the place I lived with my mom after the old woman died. Did I tell you about that? Where? Uh, no, I don't. I don't recall. Well, I, I mean, recall. you know, so for people who don't believe I'm in Marley. that stuff, sorry, but um, <laughs> we we lived in a place and we could sometimes hear breathing and. Uh-huh movement on the internal stairs within our little uh entry area and so my mom would always just say you know oh that's old mrs wolf and that was the lady's name that she had died in the place of just she was elderly she didn't it wasn't tragic death it was just she died um but the mail would go missing and we would look high and low and it always went on a little table right near the entry and there would be no mail or it would be, you know, certain pieces would go missing. And my mom would always go, Mrs. Wolf, bring the mail back. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, like tomorrow we'd go back to the table and there's that piece of mail we were looking for. And wow. Wow. And I hadn't touched it. And I believe that my mother hadn't touched it. And at the time, Uh nobody else lived in the place, but just the two of us. So, um, you know, little unexplainable things like that. The photo that Eric just posted in chat for me is a photo that was taken. So my brother's funeral, that's a hat that was in the back of my car. After my brother passed away, I threw it in the back of the car. Um, He died in a car accident. And during his funeral, I came back and that monarch butterfly was on the hat when I came back to my car and it stayed there while we were at the cemetery. We were there for probably 45 minutes to an hour afterwards. When we came back, it was still there. You know, I have I have no explanation for that kind of stuff, but to me, it is cool. I think it was him letting us know like that he was okay and that he was with us or that he was happy I was acknowledging he was a Penguins fan and I wasn't, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But that is the coolest thing. I was like, it brought me to tears when I saw it. Well, that's kind of hung out there. And it's so cool that you caught a picture of it while it was still on there. I know. That's what I said to my, I, well, it was my son that took it for me because I couldn't. I was blubbering even more when I saw that. But yeah, it was, and it just hung out there. It didn't yeah. try to go that's away. That's kind of what the bee did. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's very similar to the bee. It just hung out there. Yeah. So we printed a photo for everybody of this, and then everyone has a copy now in their house somewhere. But, yeah, that butterfly just kind of hung out and said, hey, I'm here. And That's cool. I, I think what I think I think why it touches us is because we're always looking for that one little sign of hope, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, hope and comfort. And I think that's what it is. Well, <coughs> I, yeah. I mean, I've had things that are unexplainable kind of happen throughout life here and there, little things like that. Uh, my mom and I were at a funeral of a guy who I think he was 19 at the time that I knew. I was a teenager. He was older than me, he was the older brother of someone I knew. And he died in a motorcycle accident 
And so, I mean, it was a very well attended funeral. A lot of people were there. He was very beloved and there were chandeliers that hung down in this church where the funeral was being given and uh -huh. they were on like a long pole and there was no wind and only one of those started swaying during the service wow and, it, and uh. it would it swayed at just an even tempo very slowly the entire time and my mom and i were looking at it going okay none of the others are moving there's mm. no there's no air conditioning breeze or anything blowing on that one. So there was really no explanation for why it would be moving. And, you know, whether or not that's true, we always thought, yeah, he, he was probably there. And that was a way that he could show that he was there. That is so cool. You know, that's the kind of stuff that I chalk up as things that we will never fully understand. We'll never know. You know, and, it, and uh, right. it, it, it's amazing to me that people that that'll come out and say, oh, well, it's this and that and this and that. Well, how do you know that? Yeah. How do you know yeah. that? You know, I mean, I mean, I, I do believe that we are. Uh, hi, Abrit. I do believe that we are spiritual. I, well, I know I, I, I believe anyway. It's my opinion. We are spiritual beings and the world is a spiritual world. I believe so. And um, I mean, if you go back into the, you know, if you go back. If you go back, uh, you know, uh, I mean, back to the beginning of humanity, I mean, uh, you know, there's all kinds of things. We were tied into spirituality and uh, things that happening and spiritual stuff. And yeah. uh, whereas we're not so much now because we've gotten so far away from it. Um, uh, you know, we can't hear we can't hear the uh, the mysteries that are surrounding us. You know, we yeah, our lives are so busy now that. We've become deaf. We've become yep. deaf to that kind of stuff, you know. I was reading an article the other day, and I can't remember where I found it, but um, it was about some indigenous people in Africa, and I, I want to say Africa, and they had a connection with, um, I don't know, anthropologists at some point mm -hmm. who, you know, were going to teach them a little something, right? And they were amazed that that person who came to visit them could not hear the stars. They mm. said that their tribe could always throughout history hear the music from the stars. And they couldn't believe that somebody else couldn't. Wow. But, you know, I think that's very indicative of the changes that have happened in the world, you know, oh, and a lot of that was wiped out because, you know, you make people come and in, come into this modern world that we live in that's noisy with, you know, a lot of uh, blocking of of anything like that. And you lose that. We are a very noisy world now. Very mm -hmm. noisy. I mean, there's so much noise. And um, yeah, you can't you can't hear the silence i mean for all the noise you can't hear you just can't hear stuff i, I well, and we're I, light polluted you can't see the dark I, through all the light oh, <laughs> exactly. that, that is such a heartbreaking thing for me because uh yeah uh we, we can't see we can't see nature you know what i'm saying yeah. we can't see yeah. or can't hear nature because of the 
the uh, the the society that we live in now with all the uh, you know modern technology and all this and that you know uh, we we just can't we can't I mean it's like one time we planted corn in our backyard and we planted quite a bit you know uh, and we're out there and we're we're sitting outside it's dark it's quiet you know and uh you'd hear these you hear this little crackling and 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 noises and it's like what's that what's that what's in the yard you know i mean and but what it turns out is like you can hear corn grow now i heard someone say that someone told me you can hear corn grow and i never believed it oh you can't hear corn grow you know you can you really can hear corn grow Mm -hmm. Because it grows so fast. and But that kind of stuff, we just don't hear. And that's what I used to love about camping. We'd go camping, go out in the middle of the woods, you know, try to get as far away as we can. And just sit around and you hear the crackling of the fire. And you hear the rustling and that of whatever, whatever is out there, you know, moving around, you know. And, uh, yeah, we we have lost, as, hum- as humanity, we have lost so much. Yep. Uh, we have lost yeah. touch well, you know- with nature. You can hear salt grow in the salt flats in Death Valley. Really? It sounds like a very slow tick of a radiator. Huh. You know I what else? Cool. Dragon, or, um, uh, oh, my goodness. I just lost the, what it's called. Lightning bugs. We used to see them all the time in our backyard. Oh, fireworks and that? Yeah. Yeah. And then the last 10 years, nothing. But I used to love sitting out there at night and they would just appear out of nowhere and it was so pretty. And now you don't see any, I I can't remember the last time I saw one. Hi, Paul. Hi, Miss Dixie. I saw them in Missouri when we were there a couple of years ago and there weren't a huge number of them. Like I understand there used to be much larger numbers, but they're beautiful. They are. And to see them just kind of, pop light here and there in the air and in the trees is a really nice experience beautiful i will get and it's really weird to me because i don't like the scent of lavender but every now and then in the house i'll get a light scent of it and my mom used to wear it all the time and i'm like why is that scent in the house there's nobody here with lavender and i'm like sometimes i think i'm losing my mind because i'm like where is that coming from? But it's like she just sprayed some in a room and it's just making its way around the house. Yeah. That's cool. My mom you know, and I always used patchouli. Sorry, old man. Go ahead. <clears throat> no, go ahead. I was just going to say that I don't, you know, I love hearing that kind of stuff. And uh, I'm not one to try to find an explanation for it. I just. Oh, think I don't look for an explanation. I just wish you would yeah. pick a different scent. I say it every <laughs> time it happens. Could you pick a different scent? Even Lysol. <laughs> Like anything else oh, would laugh here. Well, big. Well, penny. I like patchouli, and mom used to use patchouli, but um, I always have it around, so that wouldn't work for me. However, my nieces um, got a scent of patchouli in a place where there wasn't any recently, and they were saying, "Oh, Nana came to visit us." So I yeah. love patchouli. <clears throat> my uh, my sister, Big Penny, when our dad passed away, um, she was saying how. She had, uh, you know, she went to the funeral and everything, and uh, and she had some. I don't know if she, I don't know if she had his 
ashes? I can't believe she had his ashes. I don't remember. But anyway, she said there's a while, and then, you know, shortly after he, he passed away, she could smell cigarette smoke in her house. Penny, Big Penny's not a smoker. Mm. No, and no, none of her friends are smokers, you know. And she's going, what is this cigarette smell I keep having in the house? You know, she'd smell it. She'd go outside, can't smell it, go in the house and smell it. And uh, and uh, my dad, our dad was a big cigarette smoker. And she said that she just finally went, hey, Francis, I'm not gonna, I don't mind you being here and that if you're going to be here, but you need to stop smoking in the house. She, <laughs> she had the, scent, the smell of cigarettes went away. She hasn't smelt it since. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, you know, people might be trying to explain that. I, I don't try. I don't try to explain it. I just think it's fascinating. I yeah. think that kind of stuff is fascinating. Uh, well, another yeah. kind of uh, fairy type critters are the banshee. The Banshee. They are seen as more sinister because they usually appear to foretell a tragedy. So in Highland tradition, um, there is a web-footed, one-nostrilled, buck-toothed hag uh, that is seen washing uh, stained clothes when men are about to meet a violent death. I What's think that? I know that. I think I know that and, and have heard that Banshee. <laughs> well, <laughs> Disney made it popular in one of its movies. I know that. So some people have heard of it through a Disney movie. Yeah. Russ knows and then there I'm are saying. goblins and bugaboos. Bugaboos. I bugaboo. thought that was a I haven't heard that for a while. I thought that was right. a made so up name. Bugaboo. Those are ones that you never want to encounter. Yeah. At all possibility. Are they, they not are, part they, of the? They are group? always malignant. It says. Is well, is it not, not a Greek? Or, I'm not sure. It doesn't say where that comes from. I want to well, say it's not from... an expression people use when something doesn't work out right or something that uh, bad. You know, something on yeah, the contrary happens. Bugaboo. They go, "Well, that's a bugaboo." Yeah, which huh. means yeah, a horrible thing. So the <clears> bugaboos <throat> are horrible things, and goblins, horrible. Goblin. And then you have the ones that I like best, which are the nature spirits of the trees and the streams. Yeah, I, I like that too. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a red fox that I see. I, I, I'll be missing my dad, whatever. And every time I come off the one exit off the highway, I'll look. And there's always this fox that comes walking through and goes down toward um, like the little creek that's there. And my daughter's like, how do you know he's always going to be there? I said, I don't. It's just he comes running along, stops, looks over, and then goes again. Mm. But every well, time this... I'm missing my dad, if I come there, generally I will see that little fox. Oh, that's cool. You know, um, this, this kind says, of... I'm sorry. Belief in fairies has not <clears throat> completely died out as recently as 1962, and I'm pretty sure there's probably something <laughs> Sooner than as, that, recently, recent as, as, yeah. as recently as as recently as recently as nineteen. I don't feel old now because she said as recently. Even though that's older a, than me. a farmer's wife in Somerset had a story of how she lost her way on the Berkshire Downs and she got put on the right track by a small man in green who appeared suddenly at her elbow and then disappeared after she was on the right lane. Huh. Huh. And my Sounds grandfather like used to always say that we brought the little people with us when we came. Um, that sounds like a mom, My mom always had things happening around her. And uh, 
a friend who was Christian always said, oh, I can see the angels are with you. And I, who knows what, you know, what it was, but something always was following my mother around. And my grandfather would say, oh, you brought the little people. And sometimes when we were at my grandparents' house, the screen door in the back of the kitchen would open and close after it had already closed after we came in. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Well, you know, I believe in that kind of stuff. You know, we were raised hearing those kinds of stories, you know. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we were raised as the kind of stories they'd tell us, you know, they, our grandparents would tell us stories and all that stuff. And, you know, uh, we needed something to do. The grandparents are visiting us, you know, grandpa tell us stories, you know, or grandma tell us stories. Nowadays, what happens with kids? They get a, they get a, some kind of, uh, uh, technology shoved in their hands and told to go sit in the corner and play with that. Nobody tells stories anymore. There's no storytelling yeah. going on anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we're, we're losing all that. We're losing all that stuff. And in a, in a way it's kind of sad because it fed into our imaginations, you know, and, uh, now that's why I we watched got a movie the other day called the good lie, um, about some people who migrated here from, I want to say Nigeria. And, um, it, it was after this, they had to flee from Somalia and, one of the things that it highlighted was how their oral tradition worked and they were always reciting they would recite their their genealogy to each other they would quiz each other by just back and forth reciting uh -huh. um and more people groups used to do more of that oral tradition citation and a recitation and I don't know that they do anymore. I mean, maybe maybe some places in Africa and other other spots they still do, but we sure don't. I think well, at one time the uh, the native the native Indian uh, tribes in the United you know in America North uh, North America used to do that kind of stuff too. But it you know it's just all died down. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you just don't. And then the people that have those stories and have, they just keep it close to their chest and they, they don't share it because the youth isn't interested in knowing it. They don't want to know. Ah, I'm bored. You know, I'm bored with this. Let me go Jenny, play uh, welcome. Grand, Grand Theft Auto or something, you know, let me get out. <laughs> we, we don't sit around and listen to the, the stories, you know, I don't know. Do any of you believe in like people, like mediums and that kind of thing? Nah, I don't know. Well, I mean, not to get into the religion of it, because that's really not our focus, but no. um, in, in Christianity, that's frowned upon as divination. Right. But in other realms, it is, you know, well regarded and, and lots of people who use it say that they have seen things that are unexplainable. So, um I was raised Christian, so I, you know I'm on the. As was I, I was taught not that. to believe in that and not to go into that. I was just curious what everyone's view was because I've never. Well, my mother was very open to those things, but um, you know, it's you're you're walking kind of a fine line on the fence there. If you know, it's like do you or don't you? And I yeah. think I'm on the on the side of the old man. We can't know certain things, and that's um, exactly the side I'm on. Yeah. Well, the side I'm on is I heard it from a man that I really admired, a pastor that I was under for about 12 years. 
And, uh, <clears throat> you know, there were people in the church that said that stuff was bad. It's evil. It's bad. You know, stay away from it. And uh, don't believe that stuff. You know, you, can, you shouldn't believe in that stuff. You know, it's not real. It's not real. And he, he, he said, you know what? If you're going to believe in the good, you got to believe in the bad. You know, you can't have one without the other. You know, and as far as uh, he didn't come out and say what he was saying, what was bad. But, you know, the thing is, is, uh, you know, in Christianity, I mean, we're guided by the Holy Spirit where, you know, God speaks to us. Well, isn't that isn't that the same thing if you think about it? You know, so, you know, that's why I say I just don't know. I just don't know. It's supposed to be protective. And and I think the good and bad part of that is that um, when when you're engaging in divination of whatever type um the the thought is at least in christianity is that you don't get to block what comes through and it might not be good it might be the bad spirits and so um to i think it is really supposed to be a protective agent where um biblically it says you know don't go there don't don't dabble in that because you might be opening yourself up spiritually to dark things that you don't want to have influencing you yeah that's what my grandma used to tell us so she used to i remember my cousin we were about 13 or 14 and she got one of those boards and i won't say what kind you'll know and my grandma said you don't want that because you don't know what kind of spirit you're going to bring in Right, and you're inviting I, it. Yeah, and I remember we were all in the tent, and my cousin still wanted to do it. And I came in the house. My grandma said, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just got really scared, and I want to be in here. I don't want to be out there. Like that just scares the crap out of me." <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's because uh, you know there's things out there. There's spiritual. Well, there's bub- bugaboos and hobgoblins. Yeah, right? exactly. You can, you can invite the wrong thing in, and you there's know you talk about vampire lore, right? Vampires yeah. can't get you unless you invite them. And um, are there others that you can't that you, that can't get you unless you invite them? Is it just the like demons and certain spirits and I, werewolves can get you right there? I, I don't know. You're fair game I mean, for werewolves unless you're on hallowed ground, right? Let me tell you, I am a scaredy cat. So living alone, I have a nightlight in every damn room except uh, mine, but in the hallway, the bathroom, everywhere. I freak myself out. If I hear a noise and not sure what it is, my mind starts going like, what is that? Hey, well, uh, Shonda, that thought about, you know, spirituality and spirits and that kind of stuff, you know, they don't come unless you invite them in. But that's even, isn't that even true with Christianity? Yeah, yeah. You got to invite. I mean, that's the the whole premise. Yeah, you got to invite. You have to accept it and invite it in. Right, right. So I don't know. That's one of those things I chalk up that we'll, we won't know until we, those are things that uh, that are eternal and we won't know until we cross into that realm. Yeah. You know. Well, I've always believed I have a guardian angel. I, I mean, I actually think that yeah, I personally I believe in angels and um, that, that we, you know, we do have guardian spirits. And um, when I was a child, I believed that I saw one that was kind of standing over me and um it just was there for a moment and then vanished and but it was there was a friendly feeling and a protective feeling and it was not like there was like not a face that i could see necessarily it was kind of the shape of a person but not um but it seemed very um kind and protective 
So, and I was little and I was awake. I wasn't dreaming. Um, so th for me, that's always been kind of an anchoring event. Uh, yeah. And then of course the other unexplained things that always happened around my mother, um, have made me believe that, yeah, there's way more than we know. Yeah. yeah. That always makes that always draws me back to what Pastor Mitchell said. You know, if you believe in the good, you've got to believe in the bad. People say, "Well, I don't believe in demons. I don't believe in the evil spirits and that." And his his whole thing is, if you believe in the good, if you believe in the angels, the guardian angels, and the good spirits and that, you got to believe in the bad because you can't. Well, and in Christianity the and the other religions of the world, there are both in all yes. of. In, in the, you know, in the biblical realm, in all of the other um, religions and religious books, there are both. So, yeah, I mean, people yeah. who say they don't believe that the bad ones exist, well, you know. No, I, they I do. Think that they do. Yeah. My yeah. son passed away in 89, and I truly believe that he's watching over me and my kids because... Um, I have got a sense of him being around me a lot. And when my son was in a horrible car accident a couple of years ago, um, he said to me, mom, it was really weird. He said, I almost saw like a kid sitting on the end of my bed, but there was nobody there. Like, and it freaked me out. And I said, well, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but I believe, you know, He's hey. walking out for us. Well, I yeah. have a friend who says that the grandmother that he never got to meet visits him and sits yeah. on his bed at night. And my, yeah, my son would have never met him because my son was three years older than my son and 15 months older than my daughter. So they never met him. He passed away when he was just a baby. So it's my for my son to describe him to me is weird because yeah. they never met. Right. And that's the other thing. That's the what I, the thing with this person whose grandmother visits. He never met her. I mean, yes, maybe he saw pictures, but he actually was um, not raised anywhere around her and, and wouldn't have had access to pictures of her until connecting with other family members later in life. And yeah. he describes what she looked like. Yeah. So. He even described the, the color of my son's eyes and the photos we have of him. He was so young. You can't really tell the color by the photo mm -hmm. so my mom's like that's really weird and i'm like that is just what i'm saying like mm -hmm. i believe he's watching out for us and um i don't know i i'd like to think that's what he's doing and keep doing what you're doing <laughs> yeah you know i've tried to say i try to get away from uh calling things weird anymore and just kind of call them interesting well, that's interesting. That yeah, that's a better word. I think it's a better word than saying things are weird. Yeah. Um, hey, this week is the deadline for the trivia question. Uh, Eric put out the trivia question last week. And uh, we have a deadline coming up, and it is Thursday. And you want to make sure that you get the deadline. Uh, you want to get your answers turned in before the deadline. And I'll tell you what the question is right now real quick. Uh, I'm going to step on Eric's toes here a little bit. He's always bossing me around. So I'm going to. I'm gonna <laughs> He's a strong, it. silent type. Take it over. Anyway, so the question is, and I, I want to say if you watched the Super Bowl, 
if you watch the Super Bowl, there was a shot. There was a there was a nighttime shot of of the stadium where the game was being played, Gary, and right Nick, right off in the in the background of that stadium is this building that Eric is talking about. So it says, uh, uh, "What Egyptian themed Las Vegas casino slash hotel?" Features a bright light at its peak that is claimed to be able to be seen from space. And uh, I, when I saw it, I, I text messaged Derek. They they showed the building. <laughs> they showed the building, and uh, it was at night, so you could see and you could see that light shine. And I mean, it was a, an incredible sight. Beautiful. If you know the answer, don't post it in chat, please. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Email your answers to the old man's podcast at gmail.com. And uh, for a chance to win that $50 gift certificate. Now, that has to be done before end of day Thursday, midnight Thursday, no matter where you live, midnight. It's it because when I open my emails up Friday morning, uh, it's too late. You can't you can't send it in. So you got to get that uh, turned in again. What Egyptian themed Las Vegas casino hotel features a bright light at its peak? that is claimed to be able to be seen from space. So you want to check that out. Get your answers submitted. The, the old man's podcast at gmail.com. And we got a bunch of people already. Everybody's, I haven't seen, everybody's right too. Everybody's nailed it. No wrong answers. No wrong well, answers. It wouldn't be a Monday if we didn't talk about the etymology of the word weird. Weird, so, yes. Oh, let's hear. So, it has a supernatural connection and its literal meaning is having the power to control fate. So it's really the old English word meaning fate, chance, fortune, or destiny. Um, and so it's about fate and supernatural control of human destiny. Are you pepper grinding something? No, I'm putting salt and pepper on my omelet. There you go. I didn't hear, the, I didn't hear something, and I was like, "What's happening? Who's doing yeah, something?" Yeah, for grinding. Um, <laughs> I can show a picture of my breakfast. Oh yeah, please oh, do. Please. Synonyms for weird. If you uh, want to just go with synonyms for the way that we think of weird, meaning strange. Uh, um, there's bizarre, unusual, unique. Oh, those are better words. Yeah. Screwy. Uh -huh. That's just screwy. Yeah. Off the wall, offbeat, wild, rare, eccentric, quirky, funky, fantastical, uh, outrageous, outlandish, quaint, or bizarre. Huh. They didn't say interesting. They didn't say interesting in that list, Shonda. Uh, well, there are more. I didn't read them all, and they're interesting. Might be in here, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. They're not. Um, they're not. Right. I listed. All I so, know is that. Uh, all I know is that's weird. There's See, my grandpa always called me a, a weirdo when I was little. And yeah, weir weirdo is another. Uh, yeah, that's cinema. what my grandpa called me, a weirdo, and I always say it's cool to be a weird a weirdo. Well, I've been called that too, so I'm I'm in the boat with you. Yeah, I believe in a lot of people. Always look at me and like, why do you believe in that? Well, why do you not? 
Well, I it can, just means different from the ordinary, but yeah. it can be different in a way that causes curiosity or suspicion. Um, uh, mine yeah, is curiosity. I, I have to know everything. I think I've always been different from the ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eric, that looks amazing. Do you uh, deliver? It it's only probably 3,000 miles, but, you know, if you start driving now, you might be here by next week. Just put it on some dry ice and send it on over. Yep. So uh, weird. I mean, so far, uh, it doesn't seem like that's a word that's lost its uh, definition or anything. I mean, people still use it in the same sense. So. Well, my favorite yeah. Disney character is Stitch from Lilo and Stitch because I'm adopted. And his phrase, um, Ohana means family and nobody gets left behind. When that movie came out, it really stuck with me. And he considers himself a weirdo. So I was like, see, I am a weirdo. <laughs> yep. Well, I think family that isn't biological sometimes is a stronger family than biological. So. Oh, absolutely. Hey, and don't forget, Wednesday is Valentine's Day. Wednesday is Valentine's Day, so we want to make sure we uh, remember that. Uh, and uh, yeah. so did it, I, I mean, and then of course, I mean, if you if you're into gangsters and that, there was the Valentine's Day massacre that took place. So there you go. So why do you <laughs> think Valentine's a... <laughs> Day is now all about love when it was first resonated with a massacre? So you think it was all hallmark no, that made it, it all happen? Never was a massacre. Valentine's Day was never about the massacre. They just had a big mob hit that took place on Valentine's right. Day. Right. That's what it I'm saying. So why do we Day celebrate? Massacre. Who made it this big thing that we need chocolates and roses and all the overpriced well, items that well, come commercial out? commercial retailers hit on it just like they did on Christmas and every other holiday. Um, yeah. But its origins are uh, about the legend of St. Valentine. And um, well, I mean, it used to be the proper name was St. Valentine's Day. I mean, we used to right. throw that saint in there, but now we don't. We've dropped the saint. There was St. Valentine's Day. And now it's just Valentine's That's Day. That's how it originated uh, as St. Valentine's Day. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh. That's so crazy. I um, got news early this morning, late last night, that um, one of my best friends since kindergarten, she's had, she married her high school sweetheart and it didn't work out and she never thought she'd be happy again. And she finally met the love of her life and they've been only married just under a year. And we found out last night he passed away. And I called her this morning and I said, you know, I'm really sorry for what's happened and stuff. And she said, you know what? And I said, what? She goes, I'm not sorry. I said, what? She goes, he touched my life. He made me happy. And I, I know I'll see him again. And I started bawling. And she goes, what? I'm like, I'm so sad for you. And you're like, like comforting me. This is so weird. But yeah, he got diagnosed with cancer. And three weeks later, he was gone. Valentine's Day, also called St. Valentine's Day, or the Feast of St. Valentine's, is celebrated Feast? annually on February 4th. It's or, or originated 14th, as, yes. a, as a Christian 
feast day honoring a martyr named Valentine. And through later folk traditions, it also became uh, a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration of romance and love in many regions of the world. See, I did not and know it was a religious Supposedly, topic. it was chosen yeah. uh, because of the date of St. Valentine's death or burial, which probably occurred in 270 A.D., um, but the they aren't really sure exactly if he died on that day or right exactly when he died. So there is thought that just like a lot of other holidays, the Christian uh, attempt was to put it next to the pagan celebration of Lupercalia, which hmm. happens on the day after. So like oh. Halloween is All Hallows Eve. And then the next day is All Saints Day. We have St. Valentine's Day on the 14th and Lupercalia is on the 15th. So Lupercalia was an ancient pagan festival that was held in Rome each year on the 15th of February. Um, although Valentine's Day shares its name with the martyred St. Valentine, some historians believe that that holiday is a connected offshoot of Lupercalia, uh, which was a not family friendly thing at all um violent sexually charged bloody sacrificial matchmaking celebration wow, wow. <laughs> one legend contends that valentine was a priest who served during the third century in rome when emperor claudius ii decided that single men made better soldiers than those with wives and families, he outlawed marriage for young men. Valentine, realizing the injustice of the decree, defied Claudius and continued to perform marriages for young lovers in secret. When uh, Valentine's actions were discovered, Claudius ordered that he be put to death. Still, others insist that it was St. Valentine of Turin, a bishop who was the true namesake of the holiday, he too was beheaded by, Cla by Claudius II outside of Rome. Ooh. And Lupercalia <laughs> has a connection to the legend of Romulus and Remus. Um, <clears throat> or The origin of Lupercalia has been tracked back as far as 6th century BC. According to Roman legend, the ancient king Amulius ordered Romulus and Remus, who were his twin nephews uh, and founders of Rome, to be thrown into the Tiber River to drown in retribution for their mother's broken vow of celibacy. A servant took pity on them and took them inside a basket on the river. The river god carried the basket and the brothers downriver to the wild fig tree where it became caught in the branches. The brothers were then rescued and cared for by the she-wolf in the den. The twins later were adopted by a shepherd and his wife. After killing the uncle who had ordered their death, they found the cave den of the she-wolf who had nurtured them and named it Lupercal. It is thought that Lupercalia took place to honor the she-wolf and please the Roman fertility god Lupercus. Hmm. Wow. It says here, <laughs> to, begin, to begin the festival, members of the Luperci 
and order of Roman priests would gather at a sacred cave where the infants, oh yeah, those purple you talked about, Rom Romulus Rom and Remus, Remus, uh, the founders of Rome were believed to have been carried, cared for by a, a she-wolf. Yeah, like you said, she-wolf. And supposedly dun, dun. the wolf nursed them. Uh-huh. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. There uh, you let's go. see. Uh, uh, later in the day, according to legend, all the young women in the city would place their, uh, place their names in a big urn. The city's bachelors would each choose a name and be compared for the year with his chosen woman. These matches often ended in marriage. That is where the love part comes in. Um, yeah. The feasting begins with ritual sacrifice of a goat, which represents the sexuality, and of a dog. Um, when the feast is over, the goat hide would be cut into strips called thongs, and the nearly naked well, we're not even going to go there. But there's a lot of there's a lot a lot of uh, other things that happen at those festivals that um, are, like I said, not family friendly. So, yeah, that that Looper Cali uh, what is it? Looper. I say Lupercalia. I don't know. Yeah, sure Lupercalia. Lupercalia. Now they're talking at it like it was like almost like a religion. Lupercalia survived the initial rise of Christianity, but was outlawed. As it was deemed unchristian, ah, this religious people ruin everything. <laughs> At the end of the fifth century, when Pope Gallus—I don't know how to say that name—Gallus Gallius—I don't know—declared February fourteenth Saint Valentine's Day. It was not until much later, however, that the day became defensive, uh, definitively associated with love. During the Middle Ages, it was common believed in France and England that February 14th was the beginning of birds mating season, hmm. which added to the idea that the middle of Valentine's Day should be a day for romance. English poet Godfrey Chalker, Chalker, C H A U, Chaucer was the first to record a St. Valentine's Day as a day of romance celebrating in his uh, 1375th poem, Parliament of Fowls. Oh, yeah. Well, Chaucer poem. was an author. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, his writing. Uh, it, uh, for this was sent on... St. Valentine's Day, one every fowl cometh there to choose his mate. That's a thing from the poem. There's another story about St. Valentine during his imprisonment. Supposedly, he tutored the daughter of the jailer, and she was blind. Um, and then God restored her sight. But on top of that... Uh, St. Valentine had written her a letter uh, that he signed from your Valentine. Wow. So some, his, uh, some historians believe there might have been more than one man named Valentine who was executed by Claudius. Despite the ambiguity around the life of St. Valentine, the Catholic Church declared him a saint and listed him in Roman martyrology as being martyred 
on February 14th. So died, killed that, on uh, February that, 14th. That number I was struggling with is 1375. That's the date of that poem that was written by uh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, excuse me. Jeffrey Chaucer. Uh, yeah. Um, it says here, Valentine greetings were popular as far back as the Middle Ages. Uh, though written Valentines didn't begin to appear until after the 1400, after 1400. The oldest known Valentine still in existence today was a poem written in 1415 by Charles, Duke of Orleans, Duke of Orleans, to his wife while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London, following his capture at the Battle of some weird name, Agincourt. Agincourt. <laughs> uh, the greeting is now part of the manuscript collection of the British Library in London. Several years later, it is believed that King Henry V hired a writer named John Lied, uh, Lingate to compose a Valentine note to Catherine of Valos. Valos. Mm. Mm. Well, and the color red is used in Valentine's Day it's because welcome. it is representation of the blood sacrifice during the Feast of Lupercalia. Oh, so now we got blood sacrifices coming into Valentine's Day. Love it. Good grief. Yeah. yeah uh, the or Okay, now now what's oh, the and oh yeah. oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Go um, ahead, go ahead. Co cover the ears of your children the color white in valentine's day signifies the milk that was used to wipe the blood clean and represents new life and procreation boy really huh mm -hmm. What I want to know is where did Cupid come in in all this? Exactly. <laughs> Cupid is that, you know, Cupid's the little guy going around shooting people with the arrows. Yeah, you know? well, he's a cherub. So let's see. But oh, is he supposed to be a good oh, person or a bad person? Or well, he's supposed he to strike of... you in the heart with the arrow of love. You right. Know? So is that and... a massacre or is that supposed to be good? It's um... supposed to be good. Let says Cupid, Cupid is often portrayed on Valentine's Day cards as a naked cherub launching arrows of love at unsuspecting okay. lovers. Go ahead, Chana. So if you look on Mental Floss, I love Mental Floss if you're not familiar with it. Mentalfloss.com. It's a great, great, great website. The Cupid Valentine's Day origin picture here shows Cupid flying through the air next to a bird and he's holding a very huge dagger in his hand that he's ready to stab someone with. So. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Good grief. Uh, Happy some, Valentine's Day. Let me stab you in the heart. Before he was a chubby winged cherub, he, Cupid was a fearsome deity. The original Greek god Eros, that's where it comes from, was depicted as a handsome young man. Like his mother Aphrodite, he was associated with love and lust, but he also took after Ares, the god of war, and sometimes that was sometimes attributed and was sometimes attributed as his father. He used his famous bow and arrows for more than harmless matchmaking. One strike could consume his victims with uncontrollable and unwanted desire. The power was often used as a punishment rather than a gift. When he was insulted by Apollo, um, 
he used his arrow to make the god Apollo fall in love with the virgin naiad Daphne. She wanted nothing to do with him, but he was relentless. The myth ends with Daphne's father turning her into a tree to protect her from Apollo's advances. <laughs> Jeez. Wowzers. Who did you say? Uh, did you did you say Cupid. who um, Cupid's Cupid originated. Uh, parents, who his parents were? Um, oh. In the Greek in the Greek mythology. Did it? Did I say um, Eros, Ares, the god of war, and yes. Aphrodite? Yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. And then some people think that his uh, he is the son of of Aphrodite's and Zeus. I mean, there there's a lot of things going on. It's almost like he was related to everybody. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, he's also another... considered cow hug day in India. Oh. Wasn't I don't know. Another piece that says um, the role of the obedient son of Aphrodite and Venus. So this says Aphrodite and then Venus, not Aries. Uh, right. So people wanted a less aggressive god of love. So they infantilized him and made him uh, more childlike. And that started in the Hellenistic period. He was fully transformed from a young man to a rosy-cheeked baby. The innocent image was reinforced centuries later by Renaissance painters like Caravaggio and uh, Poussin. So, how did he become the mascot of the Catholic St. Valentine's Day? Despite legends linking Valentine's Day to the ancient Roman festival of Lupercalia, the two celebrations didn't really originally have anything to do with each other. Um, I have a lot of reading here, but I'm trying to get to the nut here of... We're in the Matrix again. Doesn't... Cupid... Yeah, I don't know. They, they, they connected him there for some reason, which I guess because he yeah. was the deity of desire yeah i don't know the love god I don't know. appeared in a... as a connection to express <laughs> and when hallmark began mass producing the cards for this holiday in 1913 cupid became even more ubiquitous because they used the cupid uh right portion to... right you're breaking up shonda you're breaking up uh-oh you're breaking oh up. Shonda. You're in the matrix again. Nope, you're breaking up. Uh, uh, while you, visiting, uh, what's his name? While Keanu Reeves in the matrix. Uh, in addition to the United States, Valentine's Day is celebrated in Canada, Mexico, the UK, France, Australia. In Great Britain, Valentine's Day began to be popular celebrate po be a popular celebration around the 17th century. By the middle of the 18th century, it was common for friends and lovers of all social classes to exchange, exchange small tokens of affection or handwritten notes. And by the 1900, printed cards began to replace le written letters due to Im uh, improvements in printing technology. Uh, Ready-made cards were an easy way for people to express their emotions in a time when direct expression of one's feelings was discouraged. Oh. Cheaper postage rates uh, also contributed to the increase in the popularity of sending Valentine's Day greetings. Oh, see, I America still make my kids 
to this day, I still make them a card and I make my grandson a card and I write all of them a poem every year and share it with him. Oh, Americans probably get exchanging hand. Uh, Americans probably began exchanging handmade Valentine's in the early 1700s. In the 1840s, uh, Esther A. Howland began selling the first mass-produced Valentine's in America. Uh, Howland, known as the Mother of the Valentine, made elaborate creations with real lace, ribbons, and colorful pictures known as scrap. <laughs> that's an interesting word. No, that's <laughs> what scrapbooking comes from. Uh, oh, that kind of makes sense. Today, today, according to Hallmark, there uh, an in, an estimated 145 million Valentine's Day cards are sent each year, making Valentine's Day the large second largest card sending holiday of the year. More cards are sent at Christmas. I have a question. Anyone with young kids at school? Are your schools allowed? Are the kids still allowed to give out Valentine's Day cards? I doubt it. Oh, I don't know. We homeschool. They're banned are. here in Ontario. They're not allowed to do it anymore because some kids, the popular kids were getting tons and the less popular kids weren't maybe getting any if some. Well, so they have stopped. It. I You're not allowed the, to give them out. I liked the school things. The last I heard here uh, from kids that I did know were going to public school, they didn't ban them, but they did require that everybody give everyone yeah. a card. If, if we you're had, going if to we participate, had 20... you have to make one for every person exactly. in the class. Exactly, yeah. If, and If we had 20 kids in the class, we did 20 cards. Exactly, 20 cards. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, not here. They stopped it. You're not allowed to give them out anymore. If they want to do it after school or at home, they're more than welcome, but there will be no more... You know, the shoe boxes cutting the little hole out and putting the cards in and opening it well, on Valentine's Day. No. Way to way to take bureaucracy and crush the fun out oh, of school you know days, right? Our our government is a wonderful, wonderful place. That's all I gotta keep I keep clicking and, uh, my heels like Dorothy and Oz. And yeah, we used go. to take we used to take and like there'd be this uh this kid that we didn't like, you know, we didn't like him, and there'd be a girl that uh you know, we didn't like him, weren't fond of. Well, we would all fill out Valentine cards with his name on it. And get <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of we had a lot of uh, uh, mob rule going on in uh, our grade school. Yeah, we'll fix Johnny. Give Johnny. I used to do the secret give, admirer. Give Valentine. Sally. Give Sally, or we'd give Johnny a cards from the real cute, good-looking girl. You know, like <laughs> you Charlie Browned him. We were, we were. Well, whoever came up with candy hearts with little messages on them was a genius because yes, talk about the millions absolutely. of dollars over all the years since those yep. candies started. I well, yeah. love those candy hearts. We used to, uh, <laughs> you know, they used to come in a little packet, you know, five or six <clears throat> in a little packet when I was a kid, and we used to pass those out too to everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wish they didn't yeah. have artificial colors. Now that I know that what what's in that, you can buy vegan <laughs> ones at the bulk barn here in Canada. Oh, nice. They have a vegan version. I don't know, but I like getting them. When I was um, working at the casino, we would get those, and I would leave certain words or whatever on somebody's locker, and they're like, "Who did this?" <laughs> 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 like cutie, or you know hugs yeah. and like who did that 
Nobody. I remember going home. I remember going home and digging through all those Valentines looking to see if Arlene left me one. Oh, I get one from Arlene. Arlene. And then there it is. Oh, there it is. It's from Arlene. <laughs> I'm all excited. Well, I don't remember I, if I got I, a Valentine from them, but I, in kindergarten, I had these two boys, and I won't say their names because I still know them <laughs> off and on through <laughs> Facebook. Um, but they would run by and kiss me. On the they would always oh. run run by and like it was like a run by kissing on my uh -huh. cheek and then uh, my mom did something different with my hair uh -huh. and they laughed and never ever kissed me again oh. <laughs> and well, if you ask them today they would be like oh yeah your mom yeah, messed you up right. bad <laughs> uh, you were you were a victim of a drive-by kissing event. Uh -huh. I used to have a boy that used to pull my pigtail oh, yeah. all the time when he walked by, and it's like, why are you doing this? So what did I do? I went home and asked my mom to cut my hair really short, oh, no. <laughs> so he couldn't pull my hair anymore. The one thing you didn't want to do is punch him in an arm because that mm. meant that you liked him exactly. too. Exactly, uh, and I wasn't going to do that, so I just went and got my hair cut short. Really, well, short. I got to at nap time. Uh, yeah. One of the boys <laughs> would come and bring his bl nap blanket over, lay by my nap blanket, and then we would <laughs> hide under his nap blanket and eat pop oh. rocks. Oh, and eat what? Pop, pop rocks. rocks. Oh. You remember the little the little packages of pop rocks, the little things yeah. that get all oh, wow. in your mouth. Oh, they, yeah. He would sneak pop rocks in, and we would have them at nap time under the. How nap quiet time. would that be under a blanket? They're not a quiet snack. And yeah, there were only fourteen students. Like hey, as blind. if the teacher didn't see us over there under the blanket. You know, I mean, we thought we were being really stealth. Yeah, Shonda, uh, Kevin says, uh, is that considered assault today? Is by assault standard? I mean, by today, uh, that'd be uh, almost like sexually assaulting you. Oh, it wouldn't I, be allowed today. There would be no, nobody. No, would yeah, today. no. But you know what? It was really. I, I mean, obviously, I'm still talking about it, you know, half a century later. So um, I think it's unfortunate that kids are not Innocent allowed to express Innocent expressions themselves. of affection. That's all it was. Yeah. Innocent expressions of affection. You know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, the world. And in a sense, that means the world's gotten insane. But yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we had a teacher. Um, so the other the other kid the so the one was the pop rocks friend the other oh, one the, one of the things i remember most about him is on um sharing day in kindergarten he would bring his record of rhinestone cowboy oh. we would get to listen to rhinestone cowboy <laughs> every time i hear that song i am transported to my kindergarten classroom and this boy bringing his record to class that is hilarious. Rhinestone cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we had a teacher in fourth. I had him for two two grades, fourth and fifth grade, and he would at the end of the year he would have a pool party at his house, and every kid in the class was invited unless they had had um, disciplinary like behavior too many disciplinary behavior issues then they had to sit it out so it was always like oh you don't want to act up in his class or you don't get to go to the end of the year school uh, pool party oh. and his wife would make all the snacks and everything and it was totally Aww. endorsed by the school but he would also do a thing on your forearm 
called Butterfly Kisses. And he wasn't creepy and he didn't do any weird sexual things with kids and he was never like, you know, found out to be doing something horrible. But he would do the, this girl named Mandy would always go like, oh, butterfly kisses, butterfly kisses. And he would come and like on your hand or right on your forearm, he would do that. I, it's an eyelash thing. It was yep. like you flutter your eyelashes on their, on their skin. And that would never be allowed today. No, no. That's how I used to say goodnight to my kids. They always got butterfly kisses. Yeah. And That's he great. read the book, um, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, to us. <laughs> oh, jeez. If you've never read it, um, you, you won't understand. But he did not know what that book was about when he started it. And then when he got to the parts about her... Um, beginning puberty <laughs> he still had to read them out loud and it was very yeah. embarrassing for him did you see the movie that just came out in 2023 are you I there god it's new market mm -hmm. it is so good it's with rachel mcadams and um i can't remember who plays margaret but yeah it's great it's a great movie it's set in the 70s but really I'll good to, i'll have to look it up are you playing Rhinestone Cowboy? It's one of my favorites. That's for you, Shonda. Rest in peace. Who um, sings that? Is that Bob Denver? No. Yeah. Glenn Campbell. Oh, Glenn Campbell. Campbell. Sorry. Campbell, that's yeah. Rest in peace to him. Shonda, yes. will you be my Valentine? Oh. <laughs> I know you were talking a while ago, Crash, about, you know, like school systems banning like the distribution of Valentine cards yeah. and you know banning like maybe like celebration of easter and christmas in, uh -huh. in like, classrooms now but and i know i've heard like true stories in the past about how like when you when you distribute valentine's gifts like you probably have people you get you would you would dis distribute gifts to who aren't real like recipient to it because of circumstances that are beyond our control or because mm -hmm. of like household environments that that they grow up in or or, or kids with, with severe behavioral issues that right and, and i remember ellen degeneres talking about this on her her show back in 2008, where there was a male student, you know, who who told him a male classmate to be to be his Valentine. I remember and the, that the person he and and the person like you know you know like you know ended that kid's life and yep, and I'm I like, remember that. I mean, I just and I think what's really mind-boggling is how how do kids like have so much hate in their hearts because we know they're not born haters. This is a learned behavior. Yeah, it is. And it's well, sad. No, and not you know necessarily. What? Some kids just come mischievous, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, they, yeah, there are right. some that just I wouldn't come call mean. them natural born killers. No. Well, no. Well, this past weekend, my aunt is in need of a liver transplant and she's been really, really down. And she's one of my favorite aunts and she knows it. And um, she got me into the Guess Who when I was younger. And Burton Cummings is one of her favorite singers. So I reached out to him on Twitter yesterday, or on Saturday actually, and asked him if he would send her a message, just like wishing her good luck and whatever. And he did. He actually responded oh. back, and I sent it to hey, her. Asha. And she just messaged me. She's crying now. She's like, I can't believe you did that. And then he responded. I'm like, I'm shocked. He responded. Like I never expected him to actually read my tweet and respond to me. And he actually like said sharon it's me burton i've been in ontario for the last month recording a new album you know i wish you you're in my thoughts and prayers and i wish you a speedy recovery it's like that is so sweet that is sweet oh you know what that's one of the things i love most about the internet and social media and the connections that we are able to make that used to be um so 
you know, we were kept out with all this gatekeeping. Right. Now you can actually reach out to people who are creators and have a connection. I love Yeah, that. and you know what she's like she said to me, she's going today, she has to have her stomach drained and she's like, You just put a smile on my face and I'm like, You're welcome. I like I didn't tell her I was doing it. It was just a one off and and I can't believe the people that are responding to the tweet that are fans of his saying like that is so sweet. I can't believe he did that. And they're all wishing her thoughts and prayers. And it just literally makes me feel happy to know there are some good out there still. Yeah. Well, Burton Cummings, thank you. Exactly. He is like, I had the biggest crush on him when I was a kid. The biggest crush. I've never heard of him, but I'll have to remedy that. <laughs> yes. He's a good singer. The Guess Who. Have you ever heard of the band The Guess Who? They're Canadian, I guess, so. Well, and I'm, I, I don't, I listen, I like the music I like and I don't yeah. step out of it all that much. So they were big in the seventies and eighties, I think. Old man, have you heard of the guess who? I'll have to look that because seventies yeah, and eighties music is some of my favorite. Didn't they change it to just the who? No, that's a different band. Uh, the who's from England. Mm -hmm. Man mm. cave says, uh, can we take a moment of silence to, um, where, where did it go? Oh, a moment of cheers, uh, that the old man has made it to the start of a new week. Thanks man cave. Thanks buddy. <laughs> thank, thank you. Asha. I, I think he's got a pool going somewhere and he's uh, keeping track. There's some kind of dead pool going on and I'm part of it. I mean, I'm, I'm the, I'm the subject of it. Well, <clears throat> so we need the old man American woman. That's right. Oh, yeah. I, oh, is, did they sing that? Yes. Oh, I love that song. Okay, so then I have heard of them. Yeah, they're amazing. His greatest hits album, I remember she bought it for me. Um, I was nine, and she got it to me for Christmas. And my favorite song was Break It to Them Gently. And it was a song Burton used to sing to his grandma, I guess. And it was him going, I don't know if it was him going off to war or what it was, but that song still gets me every day. I've got 20 pounds that you get three years left in you. That's what he's saying. You better show up to every new week because what would we do without you, old man? I'm sorry. What? I wasn't paying attention. Oh, <laughs> the man says he's got 20 pounds that you've got three years left uh, in let's you. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Here it is. American Woman to Guess Who. No, I, yep. I don't know why I thought Play they that were. Play that song. I don't know. What'd you say? Oh, my goodness. Did you say Are you man cave says that you he's got 20 pounds that you have three years left i guess i do know who the guest who is there you go see they're an amazing band well they're all right i'm gonna say they're amazing that's burton singing right now there you go i like that song i do too it's a good song uh, and his song breaking to me gently is really anyway good. i said old man you have to show up to every new week because what would we do without you and then you said huh exactly because <laughs> he cannot do two he's I'm like sorry, me. i'm, I'm sorry i was busy doing something else <laughs> exactly it's like when you pull up to the bank machine the atm i have to turn off my radio and nobody can talk in the car until the card's in the pin number has been entered and the transaction is done because if you talk to me midway, I have to cancel it, take it out and restart it. Cause I have no idea what I'm doing. 
So, man, Kate, you put 20 quid on me? You put 20 quid on me? I'm going to make it for three years? That a boy. That a oh, boy. <laughs> Got three That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, man. Pound. Said. I have to pound man cave if he's right. Hey, do you uh, know that the old uh, man Shonda uh, uh, is now a co? Well, his identity is <laughs> um, now a co-host on my show at 3 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. Oh, nice. Yeah, but he has an alter ego there. I understand. Yes, he is. He's Jimmy Jam. Jimmy <laughs> the Jam the podcast man. man. Yeah, podcast. podcast man. Hey, um, so you had a what'd you say you had a blueberry pancake? Strawberry. Strawberry pancake. Oh, but the my strawberry favorite. was mixed. Their strawberry was mixed into the batter, so it oh, was best. it had Stop strawberries it. inside the Fresh pancake. strawberries. Yep. Stop yep. It. Oh, I'm so jealous. Hey, it we got man so cave good. on the. We got man cave on the phone right now. How you doing, hey, Asher? How you doing, man? You good? I'm good, mate. How are you? Oh, I love his accent. Don't start showing um showing signs of dementia. I've got three three years left in you and twenty quid in, in my pocket. So no. <laughs> I'm gonna have to punch you in the nose, Asha. This is uh, I drop you a tenner. Hey, if, if I if you win, uh, you get you said I'll make it, so I could go into four years and you still get it because you said. I'd make it for three years, right? Yeah. Yeah, but if you don't, yeah, or are you saying I'm going to die in three years? Yeah, die in three years. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I was going to say because if I make it, then you can split it with me. So, but if I go past three years, you don't get your money. That's it. So don't be, don't be doing them old people and holding on. I know what you like. <laughs> Grammy and I are going to have to fly over there and teach you a lesson. Okay, no, I'm not actually doing... threatening Asha for all the public to hear. No, not really. It would be doing it'd be doing Grammy a favor anyway. She'd be like, I want to <laughs> Now you're making it sound like you and Grammy got something working on there, man. You guys got something going on. <laughs> all I'm saying and, is to oh, stop man, leaving man. hair in the sink. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there one day. Well, see, Mr. Grammy, Mr. see, Asha. Grammy's after Grammy's after me, uh, me and her being married longer than me and Patty, the kids' moms were. So that would be like about right. Three years. Uh, yeah, three years. Then Grammy wins that bet with Patty and splits the 20 quid with uh, Asha if I happen to kick <laughs> off. Yeah, you guys got this all figured out. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to do, I'm going to have to, uh, um, what is it? The, the, um, uh, I'm just going to have to prove you guys wrong. That's it. I'm just going to go. I'm going to prove you Yes, wrong. you have to do that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I will turn up at your funeral and be like, you bugger. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> I got my sight set on beating my dad. Uh, he 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 uh, he lasted to 84, I think. My dad was 84. Oh, that's good. So I got my sight set on passing him. So, But, you know, you never know. You never know what day. You never know. Go ahead, Asher. What? You're only, you're only 82, though, aren't you? Oh, Asha, no. I'm just a so young 70. Bad. I'm a young 70. So I still got 14 years. There you go. Actually, I got to go 15 so I can beat him. I got to go past him. So I have a friend whose mom just turned 96 this week. So you should wow. just shoot for that. Man. And she is still sharp. That woman is, 
she still goes out and does yard work and she is not having dementia and she's really in good shape. Well, I plan on doing yard work then too, but I'll be out there with my cup of coffee supervising everybody. Okay, can, get that over there. Hey, what are you doing? You can still do Tai Chi at 96. Nobody taking breaks around here. Let's go. Yeah. While he's there in his wheelchair and we're like, come on, old man, let's go. Let's go for let's go take it to the quiet place. Well, you know, oh, Asha, that's, that's that could place. be why I got that could be why subconsciously I got rid of all my grass in the backyard and put gravel down so I can get around. So you can skin your knees when you fall down? <laughs> no, so I can scoot around in my scooter. Uh huh. Well, okay, going. everyone. Yeah. We have reached the the moment when I must depart. Oh, oh. <laughs> Thanks oh. for coming in and saying hello, man cave and crash. Thank you no for hanging out for the show and making us have a supernaturally super fun show. Thank it you so fun. much, Honda. It was fun. A lot of dot, a lot of fun talk. All right. Well, All if right. you gotta go, you gotta go. We're still. Don't don't uh, don't leave uh, Shonda Lee's because she's got to go to work. But we're still going to crank it out for another uh, thirty minutes. Uh, week, I guess if Russ is still right, here, Shonda. he knows he can hop up on the panel and join us. Bye, Shonda. Later, Gator. There she goes. But yeah, so uh, I just do what I know him to do. And, uh, what are you going to do? Here. No, I just couldn't hear what I normally do. Just come yeah. in here, drop the grenade of interruption. Nice. And just leave. <laughs> yeah, but you haven't called me. You haven't called me my favorite name yet. You haven't. You haven't called me that yet. I mean, what? That, what? The the um. Oh, what is it again? Is it the uh, bloody American? Is it that? There one? you go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, what are you? Uh, uh. So I mean, I mean, what are you going to do on Valentine's Day? You got. Uh, you got a little. Uh, a little. Uh, special person uh, you know you're gonna do a little something something for valentine's day no nah, i'm just gonna just keep myself to myself that's what <laughs> i'm gonna do for valentine's uh, day okay it's, it's all a load of nonsense yeah i i could uh oh sue sue and uh sue uk says she's your valentine uh i'm his valentine you're you're his uh she's your valentine for you sue in the uk yeah, you know oh, Sue, great. don't you? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> great. I thought I'd get peace and quiet and left alone for Valentine's Day. Jeez. I thought, you know, I could have a nice, peaceful Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, there they go. Yeah. They oh, always kind of sneak in and ruin it, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They do. That's why Grammy said Grammy asked me the other day. She goes, So what do you want for Valentine's Day? I go, how about some peace and quiet? <laughs> she, she gave me one of those. I, I could she gave me one of those, I'm going to kill you looks, you know. <laughs> Listen, don't be whining grand milk because I've got 20 quid on you. Yeah, I know, you know. <laughs> so. uh, that's why she murmured to herself. That's why she whispered to herself, three years ain't going to come fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> three long years. <laughs> uh, three long years. Split that with uh, split that 20 quid with man cave. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot for it's a lot for a tenner, but hey, <laughs> yeah, <a> <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Hey, do you like the Deadpool movies, Asha? Do, do you know what? Deadpool's one of those things I've been meaning to watch for a long time. 
and I've just never got round to watching it. So Oh, okay. I've not seen it, no. Why is there a new one coming uh, out? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. There's a new one coming out around July. Uh the third one is coming out. It's gonna be he's he's kind of teaming up with his old buddy Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is reprising the role of Wolverine just for that movie. Because he had retired. He said, I'm not playing Wolverine anymore. I'm done playing that part. Isn't and Ryan Reynolds dead? Nobody oh, no, no. Yeah, was, yeah you're right. You're right. I, I was I had it backwards. Ryan Reynolds is dead. Right. And Hugh Jackman. That's, and uh and it, I was thinking, I was like, hold on. Yeah, Hugh Jackman said he was never gonna do that role again. He was done. And Ryan Reynolds, they're they're good friends, Ryan Reynolds and and him are good friends, and he goes, "Come on, man! I need you in the I need you in the Deadpool movie." And it's like, "All right, I'll do it for you." It was one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds has another one coming out. Have you seen the trailer for If Imaginary Friend? Yes, and that looks pretty good too. It reminds that me kind of like good. that Monster Inc. kind of vibe. Yeah, kind of, sorta. Yeah, where yeah. these are imaginary friends. And yeah. That, uh, you know, Ryan Reynolds, you know why he does those movies? Because he said he wanted to do movies that his kids and grandkids could watch and enjoy. And I thought that's cool. You know, I thought that's cool. Uh, Paul G is saying that, <clears throat> that he's doing Logan too as well. Are you serious? Ah, uh, okay. That's Hugh Jackman. Uh. Yeah. Uh, he's going after the money. See, he did the Deadpool thing, and he's going, you know, I like those big paychecks. I think I'm going to do Logan, too. They've been after me for years to do that, too. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, Kat, uh, Ryan Reynolds is one of my favorite actors. I, I like me, too. Movie. Have you seen the show um, Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, but then it went to Two Guys and a Girl? It it's was a, a show, show he yeah, a TV show he did. It was one of his debut acting, and there's like four seasons. You can find it online. It is hilarious. It was right when he first started out. He plays two a character named Berg, and he's two a, guys a girl? two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. No, I haven't, but I'm going to have to look for it, see if I can find it. It's hilarious. Just be, Just be careful what you Google there, old man. Yeah, I know. Make if sure you don't you're spell it. Ryan Reynolds, two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. If you so don't you spell it right, you're liable to get to one of those more. funny sites. That's it. And then you'd be like, yeah, you did it by accident. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I that happened to me in England when we were there, when we lived in England. That happened to me in England. I was trying to do a report, and I needed to look up something, and I – and uh, I – I tried to look for a website. I'm going, what is that name of that website? And I punched it in. I misspelled one word. And it was like, bam, porn site city, you know. And Grammy goes, what are you looking at? No, you don't understand. I typed in something wrong. She goes, sure. Yeah. All right, old man. <laughs> yeah. All right, old man. Yeah, right, old man. All right. Anyways. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. I like because I like Ryan Reynolds' work. I liked him in uh, what was that one? I, I I dug out a bunch of Ryan Reynolds movies and was going through a lot of his uh, a lot of his stuff. Uh, what's that one movie he did? He was a college guy. Uh, he would never graduate, but he always hung around in college. I can't remember the name. Back, I watched so many house. Ryan Reynolds. Movies. 
they are. Eric just shared the the uh <clears throat> thing for two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. So you can see how young you was wow. in chat. That's I can't see the stuff that's posted in chat. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. No. So everybody needs to stop telling me they put stuff in the chat because I can't see it. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm not privileged. I know. Podbeam needs to fix that. They need to fix that. So, uh, yeah, Free Guy Free Guy was a good mover. Yeah, and Russ says Van Wilder. That's the one in K – and that's the one – who I've never the, seen Van Wilder. Are with him in that? Who is that girl actor, actress in him in that with him? Uh, Russ Van Wilder. Uh, I can't remember her name. I can see her face. Uh, and what was the one that he did when he was like a best friend and he was really, really fat in the movie, and then he got skinny and came back like the hot friend, but he was fat in high school and had a crush on the girl. I don't remember that one. Uh, Tara Reed. Best uh, friends, I think. That's the girl in Van Wilder. T Tara Reed, T and that movie has an excellent hockey, <clears throat> an excellent hockey thing in it. Uh, when him and Tara Reed are out on the ice, and he's trying to talk to her about hockey, trying to teach her, and she goes, "Yeah, yeah I can skate a little bit." And then he goes, okay, well, you come down and try to score on me, all right? And she comes flying down the ice, and, uh, I mean, she just uh, she just rips him up. And then she goes, I got two brothers that play for the play for the Islanders or play for the Rangers or something. It was hilarious. Good hockey. That was a good hockey part, yeah. Uh, uh, I see that. No, I, I see the chat room. I see the chat room, Gary. I don't see what's posted. I don't see the pictures that are posted in the chat room. So you see the chat room in the web-based council? Yeah, I do. But I don't see what people post as far as pictures and that stuff. Uh, Podbeam needs to straighten that out. Uh, no, I don't know that. I don't know that. Uh, I don't remember that movie, uh, Crash, where he's uh, the big – I can't remember. I can't remember. Like I said, I've seen so many Ryan Reynolds movies. Uh, but my favorite ones by far are Deadpool. I love Deadpool movies. Those are my best. <clears throat> hey, uh, but anyway, Man Cave, you should see him. You should see Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, and then watch this uh, this uh, third installment coming out in July. In July. Oh, let's see. Thanks. Cash is sending me the thing now. Thank All you right. for that, old man. I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that upon me. And I'll add it to the other things. What I well, I've about. already sent the old man a picture of the breakfast dish I made this morning. Yeah, I it's, saw that. That's a great looking breakfast. Scrambled eggs. Yeah, uh, that's a scramble. Um, well, I put jalapeno and spam and cheese in it. There you go. There you go. You can't Didn't miss get a jalapeno face. And then Brian, <laughs> you know, had an interesting breakfast dish this morning too. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What was that? What was that, man? Gabe? Say that again. I said, did it get a hole up in your face? Yeah, baby. I like oh, that. That was good. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Kevin, what's your uh, what's your reference to Francis, Kevin? I don't understand that reference. Not uh, so sure if it's a poppy problem because I can see Tom. No, 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 no. You're, we're talking about pictures. Pictures, uh, Sue. We're talking about pictures. Oh, yeah, De Francis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got you. Yeah, that's Deadpool 1, Francis. I love it how he calls that guy named Francis, too. Hey, Francis. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. People don't understand what I'm talking about in the chat room. <clears throat> no, uh, that's just a normal occurrence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he spells it out in body parts. Francis. That those are fun movies. I take it you like those movies, Kevin. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I like when he's sitting on in the first one when he's sitting at the beginning, he's sitting on the bridge like a little kid dangling his legs, and he's drawing that picture of him, you know, killing people and you know, going after Francis and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I love the violence. That's why I watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I'm in a bad mood, you know, what you in a bad mood? Yeah, I need to watch something that puts me in a good mood. She goes, uh, Grammy goes, really? What are you going to watch? Eh, either John Wick or Deadpool, one of those movies. <laughs> Always put me in a good mood. I don't know. It's weird that way. I'm weird. I'm unique. I'm unique that way. Uh, let's see. Anyway, uh, what a day. What a day. It feels good to be Monday. feels good to have Monday come in, get Monday going. Monday, uh, you know, get Monday folded up and put back in our back pocket. And uh, look forward to Tuesday, tomorrow. I uh, haven't heard anything from Amber May. So I'm thinking Amber May's going to well, be here. So we'll find out. I know she's been pretty busy. Well, and tomorrow, of course, is Mardi Gras. And, and, and tomorrow Mardi is also GJRB Gary's birthday. Oh, Gary, you coming in? We can sing happy birthday to you, man. We'll fire up the old man's drunken sailor choir and uh, sing happy birthday to you. Uh, so really the start of Mardi Gras already? Yeah. Hey, is that, is then, that, is that Valentine's is Bash Wednesday? Yes, I do know that. Hey, is Mardi Gras, is that celebrated around the world, Eric? Is there, or is that just an, a New Orleans thing? You know? Um, it, it's, it's celebrated around the world. Um, um, in, in, in Brazil, they call it, um, Carnival, but, but you, you'd be pleasantly surprised to learn that, um, that, that Mardi Gras in America did not originate in New Orleans. It, in fact, it originated in Mobile, Alabama. Really? Isn't it a? Isn't it a French? Isn't it a? French, it's got French origin. French it's celebrated origin. in France too. Huh? I did not know that. What's that, man cave? I said the bloody French. Oh, now come on. <laughs> I don't know what it is about you English guys and and the French why you guys can't get along. I mean, it's like you guys are bad neighbors, you know. Hey, yes. get your dog off my yard, Frenchy, you know. Basically. Hey. That's that's it. Without, yeah. I try to keep it clean and polite for your show, so that's that's as easy as I can go to be honest with you. Well, and that's the best way I could have put it, too, because <laughs> I've seen other things. <laughs> I've lived there, remember? I lived for two years. I saw the relationship between the two. <laughs> that's it. It's like, yeah. It's like yeah. that neighbor who will peep on each other. To try yeah. Yeah. They just go out in the yard and glare at each other. Yeah. And they, they, they shake their fists at each other. Yeah. Yeah. England and France. Yeah. Has England and France ever got along? I don't think so. What what about England and Spain? Has England and England and Spain seem to have a? I don't think in history they weren't really that bad to each other, were they? In history, no. The, the thing is, it's funny because the Spanish hate the Spanish. Well, C says it lovers, but so I've heard that Spanish haters. But we just go over there and just do what we need to do, enjoy the sun, <clears> and bugger <throat> off. Hey, everybody so, I talked to in England was was uh, holidaying and uh, going on holiday over in Spain. That's where they yeah. went. Yeah, that's it. 
like everyone always either goes like for like a cheap holiday people go to um like benedorm and that but like if you actually want it nice when they're like costing the sol and um i don't know this other places but a nice part marbella and that type of there but you know the Spain's you know the one place you the one place you guys can go on holiday that <clears throat> We're not allowed to in America, but I used to always be mad, be jealous of you guys because I talked to some people. They go, "You guys, go, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, we're going on holiday. Really? Where are you going? Cuba? What? Wow. You guys are going to Cuba? Yeah, we're going to Havana. What? Man, they go. Don't you guys go? No, we're not allowed. <laughs> we're not allowed to go to Havana. Uh, I always thought that would be a fascinating place to go to because. Uh, from what I've seen of the uh, pictures of Cuba, you know, Havana and all that, it's like a, it's frozen in time. They have all these old 40s and 50s American cars running around that are pristine. They look like they just came off the uh, showroom floor because that's what they got. That's what they're driving around out there. And are you thought, allowed to go to Cuba now, though? No. I thought I thought that it was open to American now. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't think it ever got opened up. I mean, they, I think uh, they tried to open up diplomatic relations, but I don't think I don't think that really fully took. I don't think it. I don't oh, think it, that sucks. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, uh, shut what. up, you Canadian. <laughs> hey what now. <laughs> what's, now. What's that? What's that, Asha? Now I'm purposely now gonna get a flight to um i was gonna go to america but you know what i want to go to cuba now you wank you wank uh, i'll tell you what i would do <laughs> that's nice a live stream just by the beach and having a mooch around i'd be like oh man i bet you wish you'd love to see this oh look at this oh <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's such a lovely sight over here. You know, uh, yeah, Sue, but only you and Asha know I did that. <laughs> That's it. Hey, old man. It. it says, what? as of early 2023, yeah. U.S. citizens can oh, travel to Cuba. There are, however, some hoops you'll need to do. Yeah, see, that's it. Hoops. I don't want hoops. I want to just be able to go. You know, hi, Mayor Crazy. <laughs> you know, funny. It's uh, Sue. It's funny you say that because when I said it, when I said it, I go, you know, only Asha and Sue UK are gonna know what I said. <laughs> I know, and that's what's funny about it because I'm just there and I'm thinking I got him to swear. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, got him I know what wanker show. is from so the Ted Lasso uh, show. <laughs> so that's that's like twice now that yeah. man swore on the show. Well, you know, I've also I've also actually swore in the show in Spanish too. Uh but uh we'll see oh if, if it's if it's not if it's not in English it 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 kind of counts. <laughs> that's that's the way. I think. <laughs> that's it. What's the point in swearing at someone in a different language if they're not going to get it? it yeah, it if it's a different language, yeah, it's not really a swear word, you know. I don't know that as a no. swear word, you know. <laughs> it's like when the po it's like when the Polish people walk up to you and like, or if they're mad with you and it's like going kulva, kulva. You're like, I know what you're saying to me. Uh huh. But, See you, Kevin. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, okay. But what's that going to do to you? Because I'm going to play dumb and pretend I don't know what you mean. But right. Really <laughs> you know Thanks, I mean? Kevin. Thanks for stopping in, brother. Good to see you. See you later. 
yeah, but you know, I mean, it's all, uh, you know, we're just, uh, yeah, what can I say? It slipped. All right. Well, no, it didn't really. Cause I said that on purpose. <laughs> I know you said it twice. Well, I mean, well. technically calling me a bloody American is swearing too. I mean, there was a time no. in England that you didn't say bloody. Cause that was a, that was a cuss word. I mean, it was like a cuss word. Right. It's not really a cuss word. No, there was times though, like back in the for, back in the forties, and that you said bloody hell. They were going, "Wow, watch your language." I mean, Mayor Crazy <laughs> says Asha is a cuss word. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I, I see your I see. fans are coming into the show now, Asha. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I tell you what, Crazy. Loves well, it. Crazy says swearing is caring. Swearing is caring. Yeah. Yeah. I had somebody uh somebody posted a poll a poll in uh Twitter and said is your show, you know, do you allow cussing in your show? And uh and I, I was like the only one that responded and said no. No, cuz uh we're on in the morning and we have people that listen to us with their kids around and no we don't we don't cuss. And I see, I mean, it, you know, I mean, Americans don't know. Americans don't know uh that that is really a cuss word. I mean, uh, so whatever. Uh, Ooh, Shonda says, love you, Asha. There's, there's a Valentine for you right there, Asha. Shonda, well, Shonda will be your Valentine. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if you like Shonda, why not? If you can be. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we got to close this thing down. We got to close this thing oh, down yeah. and get out of here. Hey, uh, Asha, thanks for stopping in, man. Anti-Valentine for the win. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Thanks for stopping in, brother. You know I always love having you come in and talk. Uh, You're out there pot pot hopping all over the place, and uh, I like it that, you know, you put me in the rotation. You put me in the rotation, and you pop in and say hi. Call me a bloody American. Make me feel good. Still checking on me, making sure you're – you know, you haven't lost that 20 quid yet. <laughs> That's it. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm like a dog with a bone for that 20 quid, you know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here to shout. I'm here to shout. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, listen, I'm going to cue up the music. We're going to let Eric do his thing, and then uh, we're going to get out of here. Crash. Thanks, Cat. Thanks for calling in, Cat. You guys are a blast, I tell you. We got, uh, we got the three cousins. We got America, we got England, and we got Canada. Canada, uh, the cousins. <laughs> We're all cousins. See you soon. Well, you stay alive anyway, old man. Yeah? I will, brother. Love you to death. Well, man. um, I think with the top of the hour coming up, Russ should hopefully be going live with his lunchtime show. So be on lookout for that, and and be on lookout for Caps to fire up his chill show, and then and be on lookout for when Crazy fires up her her chill shows, and you might even see her at the Beans and Weenie show on Saturdays. You know, really contributing to the to the comedy at that podcast, and and definitely be on lookout a little bit later in the week for the Frankie D show on Tuesdays, Substance for days on Thursdays, and then on Wednesday evenings the Potluck podcast, um, Six Two Patio, Soccer Two Alpha, the Beans Winnie show is slightly doomed, and the Pulse Wednesday Night Variety show, and then join us tomorrow for our Mardi Gras edition of of the Old Man's Podcast Show featuring our Tuesday Navigator Amber May and we hope we'll see Gary tomorrow so the Drunken Cellar Choir can serenade him. Yeah. So be sure to stop in. Hey, and... Uh, and Asha says he'll be on later. Yeah, don't forget. Check out Man Cave Sounds. See his little icon there. 
click on it, go to go to profile and give him a follow and make sure you're following uh, Asha because he puts out a music he puts out a music show and you want to make sure that you're giving him a follow and uh, follow uh, give him a follow man I mean just just give him a follow uh, and check out his music he puts out some great mixes. I'm looking right now to make sure I'm following you. I don't know why nobody says I'm not following you. Why am I not following you? I would. I guess I um, did that I'd too. It said I wasn't again. following you and Russ and Eric, and I was, but I had to re-follow everyone today. Yeah, you're right, crazy. It's podcast. <laughs> Bloody Americans. Anyway, make sure you check them out, and make sure Thursday. Make sure to check out Crashing and Burning with Crash Cat. Uh, that's on Thursdays, mm-hmm. uh, noon, 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good, good time. We had a great show last time. Good show. Good podcaster, that Crash Cat. Yeah. All right, man. Eric, thanks a lot, man. It's been good. Uh-huh. Check out the Holy Shift podcast. Uh, check out Tick Radio podcast, Easy Writer, Tenerif. Hey, I understand that Amber is going to be doing an interview or talking with Adam from Easy Rider Tenerife Ride Time Radio. I think they're talking on Thursday. They're having a yeah conversation. I mean that that'll. I be think good. it's going to be probably either. I think it's probably going to be a lead into Crash's show and um, and and like another interesting podcaster. Even though he doesn't do the live shows on Podbean because he works in radio, but he does put out great podcast. Alan Sanders. Yeah, check out Alan Sanders. And Foolish Thoughts by a Fool for Learning, our Joseph B. Uh, Joseph B.'s podcast, good guy. Ruku's Beer on YouTube. And 620 Patio Podcast. Make sure you check them out. What a great show. Hey, check out our website, www.theoldmanspodcast.com. You can check out all current and past episodes there. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Follow us through Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and of course, Podbean. Give us a follow on Podbean and check out getting that phone app uh, for you. If you're listening to us through one of those other platforms, look at looking at getting into that Podbean app for your phone. Then you can come in and visit us during a live show. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, We have a good time with our live show. So hit those follow buttons and come on back, man. Asha, thanks for coming in. Crash, thanks for being here. Eric, as always, love you. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to let Big Rich Dog close this out, and then we're out of here. Where's Big Rich Dog at? There he is. This is Big Rich Dog from the Dreadnought 928 Podcast, and you've been listening to the Old Man's Podcast with Eric Kirk and the Navigators, live on Podbean. All right, everybody, have a great day. Do random acts of kindness. Be nice. Be nice to people. And uh, we will see you tomorrow on the Mardi Gras show. Mardi Gras. All right. Well, later, we'll Gators. We'll do it tomorrow. Later, Gators. Yeah. See you around Podbean.